Welcome to the SDA Housing Podcast, brought to you by NDIS Property Australia. Before starting this episode, we need to provide a general disclaimer. Information contained in this podcast is general in nature only. It does not take into account the objectives, financial situation or needs of any particular person. You need to consider your financial situation and needs before making any decisions based on the information in this podcast. And you should consider seeking independent and professional advice for your personal circumstances. All right, let's begin. Hi, everybody. My name is Emilita, and I'm here with Shannon. Shannon's one of our customer support specialists, and we're here to talk about her journey with the NDIS today. So, Shannon, would you like to talk about what your role is here at NDIS Property Australia? Yeah, just a bit about what you do. Absolutely, Emilita. So, my role here... um, I, I mostly just take phone calls, I talk to customers, I see where they're at with their investment journey um, and whether or not this is something they actually um, are interested in. Beautiful. And so you have a bit of more of a personal experience with the NDIS. Did you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, no worries. Um, so I have a little brother who has been diagnosed with cell palsy and most recently diagnosed with epilepsy. Mm-hmm. Um so he is one of the NIS participants, um, mm-hmm. um, which we, you know, mention often in our phone calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you mentioned to us um, before, previously, in different conversation, that he was just about to turn 18. Yeah. So, yeah, tell us a bit more about that. Yeah, so um, my little brother will be turning 18 in October, so it's a little while away yet. But for someone who, you know, does live with, severe disabilities, turning 18 is a very important stage in their life in the sense that they're leaving school, um, they might be, um, you know, they're not quite sure where they're going to be, is they going to be staying at, at their, their home, whether like that's with um, biological parents or a foster mother, yeah. um, and, you know, how they're going to like fill their day-to-day life. So we have actually started our conversation and investigation into what his life would look like um, once he's 18. To get to that point, we had to do a NIS plan management. Okay. So that's something that a lot of our um, NIS participants would actually have to do at one stage or another mm-hmm. to determine whether or not their funding would allow them to live in an SDA home, which here um, at NIS Properties Australia we call our NIS investment properties. Mm-hmm. So... Basically, what that means is um, that he'll need to determine if he has the funding um, there to move into a home of his own. Yeah, so um, what I'm hearing is that, you know, obviously being 18, it's a big part in anyone's life, especially somebody with a disability. There's a lot more to consider. Absolutely. And so with your brother, he's he's in the process of applying for that, that SDA funding. Is that right? Yes, so... Um, he'll have to, I think he'll have to do like a separate application okay. to determine what funding would be accessible to him. And then based off of that assessment, what SDA home he could apply for. Mm-hmm. So with um, a lot of our NDIS participants, what actually does happen is they will go for an application stage. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, SDA application stage that 
unfortunately, not a lot of um, NIS participants are aware of that they are able to have that funding through the that and uh, okay. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So they're not aware that they can actually get that funding from their NIS. Um, so that's a very important conversation the carers or their family needs to have with them to like let them know what their options are. Wow. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Um, so yeah, do, would you have any advice for any families that have you know maybe a disabled relative or absolutely? I've actually wrote a blog post not um quite long ago about um this stage in in my little brother's life and how you know how this impacts uh, you know the support around him, but also you know for investors as well, in the sense that the advice that I would give to them is understand all the options that are available to you, ask for the questions, get the answers, keep asking the questions until you until you feel comfortable that whatever life you're setting up for, your loved one, your brother, your child, whatever, is this the life that you would feel comfortable with them with them living? Absolutely. Yeah. And and that just is so important when we think about this type of investment that, you know, we're building them for people. Exactly. That the, these these are people just like you and me. The only difference between um, them and 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 us is essentially that they unfortunately have a disability that whether or not like you know they were born with the dis- the disability or maybe in their early childhood they developed this this disability mm-hmm. or even like something that I was just thinking about the other day is it could even be like someone who had a severe car crash. That now has to live in a wheelchair. That their whole life is altered by that. Yeah, wow. And it's like what what we're doing here, and what the investors are doing. It's like you are drastically giving somebody the opportunity to improve their quality of life. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think like that is that is definitely like a highlight of my job, and is why I'm so passionate to work here. Because not only are we like all of us, you, me. The investors, every person who's involved in making that property a reality is changing the life of a disabled person for the better. You're giving that person hope. If you look at it from that perspective and not just like any other investment, this this really does have a, a strong social impact. You, you're making lives better. I love that. <laughs> I love you. So for the investors, is there any advice or anything that you could think of if you were to talk to an investor today and they wanted your advice on you know this these SDA properties that they're building yeah what would you say well I think the first thing that I have to say to any investor who's looking at an NIS property is thank you so much like you're putting your hard work money towards something that is going to change a person's life for the better like like when I take a phone call and I, you know, I hear someone say, yes, I want to hear more. I'm like, fantastic. Someone like my little brother is going to have a home. It, 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 like, you know, for you and me, like finding a home at times can be, you know, a bit challenging. It's like, okay, where do we want to live? How much money do we have? Yeah. Well, we're able to, like, you know, we're able to change our lives because we are able people for disabled person. It's so much more complicated than that. They they won't be able to just have a job, you know. They they need all the support they can get. And from an investor who has all that money, you know, at, at the at the you know dispense and being able to like think, 
yes, I would like to invest into this property. Mm-hmm. It's such it's such a lovely thing, you know, to know. So yeah, I yeah, no worries. <laughs> so obviously this role for you working at NDIS Property Australia is more than just your typical job. Add right, you know, people like to your heart. You know, is there anything else that you would like to add or say? I think like really just understanding like that at the end of the day, you could deal with people. I mean, yes, of course, you know, there's investments and you've got to consider all of, you know, the pros and cons and how much money you've got towards it. But if you're also able to think that these are real people that you're helping, that you're able to like, you know, change their lives for the better. If you look at it from that perspective and ask yourself the question of, okay, who's looking for a SDA home? What, you know, the categories that we have, if you're able to ask yourself, who needs a home and, you know, what area they live in, that will really help you as well because you're looking at it from a high demand perspective. So thank you so much, Shannon, yeah. for sharing. Thank and you. thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you are subscribed and following us so you can keep in the loop with all of our upcoming episodes. We would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a written review, and to share this podcast with those that could benefit. Until next time, catch you on the next episode.